mass shooting in Maine. Oh, they're saying he's FBI. Oh, what else is new? Oh, the mass shooter is FBI and, and it's a PSYOP? Yeah, definitely. At, it, in a country where mass shootings happen pretty much every single day, it's always a false flag. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. I, I you know, I, it's, it's basically like saying, um, you know, if you, if you drive through a red light, there's a likelihood that you might get into a car accident. Uh, that's what the average person would understand. And that's what the average person knows to that is the likely outcome of that scenario. Except, you know, when that car crash inevitably happens and it happens every day, dumb mother still go as a psyop as a psyop yeah dude it's a psyop it's always a false flag dude i i i stepped on a lego this morning it must have been a psyop or hamas who knows but uh now we're gonna move on to american news that's right 18 have been killed in maine in a mass shooting rampage the killer the mass shooter is still at large mass shooting after a gunman in lewiston maine opened fire on a youth night at the town's bowling alley and then in a restaurant at least 16 people are dead and dozens more were injured. There is an active manhunt right now for the person of interest. He is considered armed and very dangerous. As we come on the air, the shelter in place order has expanded and people are urged to stay inside and lock their doors. Schools in the area are closed this morning. The gunman stormed a place where families took their children to have fun. He did not stop there, making his way to a second location, the worst mass shooting of the year. Townspeople hid for their lives. Parents shielded their children. Families fled the scene. Some of them got out to reunite with their loved ones. We will hear from survivors this morning. Our team is tracking the latest developments on this tragedy. We begin with Whit Johnson on the scene in Lewiston, Maine. Good morning, Whit. George, good morning to you. Sadly, we've become all too familiar with these types of tragedies. And here we are again at the scene of what is expected to be the deadliest shooting so far of 2023. At least 16 people killed. And behind me is that crime scene, the street blocked off. And if you go halfway down the street, that's where the bowling alley is that was hosting a youth night for children. That's where this suspect began his killing spree. And now an entire <coughs> community on edge as that killer considered armed and dangerous is still on the run. Two active shooter locations, all available units. This morning, a massive manhunt underway for an armed and dangerous killer after a mass shooting in Maine's second largest city. We have an active shooter. We have multiple injuries. The first 911 call coming in around 7 p.m. from a local bowling alley hosting a youth night for kids bowling league. Authorities releasing these surveillance images showing the suspected gunman armed with a rifle where he began his killing spree. Well, we were inside and just normal night of bowling and out of nowhere he just came in and there was a loud pop. Thought it was a balloon. I had my back turned to the door. And as soon as I turned and saw that it was not a balloon, he was holding a weapon. I just booked it down the lane and I slid basically into where the pins are and climbed up in the machine and was on top of the machines for about 10 minutes until the cops got there. The suspect then traveling about four miles to the second shooting scene at a local bar and restaurant. There are multiple scenes in the city to include multiple hospitals, a lot of witnesses we're speaking with. At least 16 people killed and dozens injured. It's all ages. It was all ages. Police have identified 40-year-old Robert Card as the person of interest. Sources telling ABC News he has a history of military service and is a firearms instructor and was treated at a mental health facility over the summer after allegedly... Nice, ma'am. Um, yeah, it's just like, it just doesn't matter, right? I mean, this shit happens every fucking day, right? And it must be. It must be. Of course, as always, it 
must be a PSYOP. It must be. Saying he was hearing voices and threatened to shoot up a National Guard facility in Saco, Maine. If people see him, they should not approach Card or make contact with him in any way. Authorities discovering the suspect's white Subaru around 11.30 p.m., eight miles from the Lewiston crime scenes. The car seen with the door open and lights on. With the suspected killer on the run, the community placed on lockdown, people told to shelter in place. Overnight, we spoke with Megan Hutchinson and her 10-year-old daughter, Zoe, who were at the bowling alley. When I turned around, I saw the shooter right like behind me had just come in the door. Um, I don't know if that was just a warning shot or if he actually shot somebody with that one. Um, but we, between the lanes, there's um, some swinging doors, like where they keep all the mechanical stuff out back. So we kind of all just ran that way. We barricaded in there and another parent was in the room with me. She had a phone. She called 911. Zoe's leg grazed by a bullet. The young girl now unable to comprehend the horrific crime scene she witnessed. It's just like shocking. Like it's something that you think would never happen. I never thought I'd grow up and get a bullet in my leg. Why? Like why do people do this? I was more worried about like am I going to live? Am I going to make it out of here? Like what's going to happen? Are the cops going to come? questions no child should ever have to ask. This community here gripped by fear right now. That lockdown is in place in Lewiston and surrounding communities. People told to stay indoors, lock their doors. Businesses and schools are closed as more than 100 investigators comb the area looking for that suspect. We've also learned that President Biden was briefed on that situation overnight. In fact, he was removed from a state dinner with the Australian Prime Minister so that he could get on the phone and make calls to local officials here in Maine. We're back in it. We're back in it, dude. Yeah, also this dude was a big Cat Turd fan, as shown by his Twitter likes. So here's Cat Turd's response. Um, That's cool, man. Yeah, shall not be infringed, as in, like, this guy who is, like, literally, even by Republican standards, a guy that shouldn't have a gun. Cat Turd thinks is, uh, is perfectly valid to keep arming and not taking his guns away. Ay ay Okay, I I fucking chills, dude. I have chills. Um so I, I don't know I don't know what to say. I, I, like I live 30 minutes away we're sheltering in place and everyone's closed except fucking Trader Joe's which opened with no regards to their employee safety. I I, I talked about this before. I, I tweeted about it earlier uh, uh this morning as well where it's like we treat gun violence and mass shootings as a naturally occurring phenomena, okay? And you have to do that. You have to do that because there's just no fucking way. There's no, there's no other way to view it because we're not going to get anything done. We're, we're never going to pass legislation even though, even though gun violence is a perfectly preventable problem, okay? It is a perfectly preventable problem. It's just that Americans believe that the Constitution is our fucking uh, Bible, and uh, they cannot see anything beyond the, the relatively modern interpretation of the Second Amendment. And it's perfectly tied to the interests of the gun lobby, uh, or sorry, the gun manufacturers. And it's perfectly tied to uh, Americans uh, utilizing their, their consumption as their cultural signifier. In this circumstance, their consumption is guns. And becoming uh, single-issue voters that will do everything to ensure that they can continue having their toys. By the way, it's harder to buy Sudafed in Maine than it is to buy an AR-15. Yeah, well, that makes sense.
Well, we're going to continue our coverage of the mass shooting uh, in Maine. We just heard a press conference, and you heard from Vlad a lot of the details that were revealed in that press conference. Robert Card, I'm a 40-year-old man, has gone from a person of interest to a suspect facing murder charges. We know that there were two locations um, that the shootings occurred at, and we got a little more detail about um, when the shootings happened. The initial 911 calls came in at just 6.56 uh, last night at the just-in-time Recreational Center in Lewiston. There, um, seven people were killed, uh, six men and one woman. And then just 7.08, really not long after the first series of 911 calls, another location, a Smenji's, which is, a, uh, they call it a Smenji's Billiards. It's sort of like a restaurant as well. Um, eight men killed, one inside, and the rest of them um, one outside, rather, and the rest of them inside the facility. Three other people, several people were transported to hospital, but three people died um, at the hospital, bringing the total number of dead to 18, 13 injured. Uh, the police would not talk about the ages. Uh, they weren't prepared to give out that information, um, but they were, but they have released information about Robert Card earlier today. A little bit of misinformation about his level of training in terms of firearms. He is not a firearms instructor, but he was, he is uh, part of the uh, Army Reserve, and he's described as a petroleum expert. Um, so, our Elaine Keanu has been uh, covering this story on the ground for us, and we want to take you there. We also have um, Charles Marino standing by. He's a former Homeland Security Department advisor and agent. But I'm going to start with you, um, Elaine. Uh, this is, you know, this is something that can rock any community, but particularly in Maine, where they don't have a lot of homicides. That's exactly right. And I spoke with one resident this morning who basically, when I asked him, have you ever had anything comparable like this happen here? He said, absolutely not. This is just a quiet. Yeah, no red flag laws. Uh, pretty easy to buy fucking guns. Uh, this guy was institutionalized numerous times, it seems. It's great. Cool stuff overall. Um, people like to treat this person like it's an anomaly, but freaks like this are all too common in the state. Everyone knows someone like this in their area who's an arsenal in their closet could snap at any moment, and the state has no protections against people like this owning firearms. Yeah, guns are incredibly easy uh, to acquire. They are readily available, readily accessible. We have no structure that uh, helps people with, with undergoing severe uh, mental health complications. Um, you know, uh, as conditions worsen and everybody hyper focuses on their toys and the things that they purchase and that thing being guns, uh, they become more rabid in their defense of, of maintaining their guns and maintaining their arsenal. And there is no interest at all in, in uh, moderating any of this, in regulating any of this. So uh, what the fuck do we think is going to happen? What do we think is going to happen? What is slated to happen? Yeah, um, he is, the guy is a, is a full-blown, far-right, not so. Here is his account. Here are all of his likes from his account. CCTV idiots, Elon Musk, fucking Fox News, Kevin McCarthy, uh, cat turd, big cat turd guy. Now, obviously, they wiped it. They wiped all of his accounts, but before they wiped it, you could see his greatest hits. Um, he had a Twitter account. A lot of these guys have Twitter accounts. A lot of these guys get radicalized by watching television. A lot of these guys go crazy, okay? This is not the first time this has happened. It's not even the first time this happened this week. This past week, you saw an 
an Islamophobic hate crime occur in Chicago where a landlord stabbed to death a six-year-old Palestinian kid. Okay? And stabbed the mother as well. Luckily, she survived so she could tell the tale. And what we found out from the landlord who is now in custody uh, and, and his family members is that over the course of many, many years, he has become increasingly radicalized through talk radio for years and years. I have, and many others have, talked about the radicalization that occurs with far-right anti-government extremists, okay? White supremacy is nefarious. It's also incredibly common, and it's not going to go away unless we address at least the underlying material conditions that are causing people to snap or even address the misinformation campaign that is readily available everywhere you turn on the media. Everyone immediately before the shit was purged looked through their Twitter history, even though Elon bleached it, Trump train, Jim Jordan, Elon Musk, Cat Turd, and Wokeness, McCarthy, Babylon B, the who's who of right-wing Christian fascist ideology. Ben Shapiro also makes appearances as well. Um, I don't know if this is him, by the way, the Robert Card uh, uh, donos, uh, giving money to candidates and stuff. They recorded all of his fucking likes. You can be an anti-government radical without being far-right. Yes, but far-right anti-government extremism is the proper designation that is a, a broader umbrella that is responsible for almost 90% of domestic terror. That's why I use that specific terminology. Far-right anti-government extremism is the terminology used by professionals in the Department of Homeland Security, by professionals in general that look at uh, uh, acts of terrorism, domestic terrorism. Why isn't he being labeled as a terrorist by the media? Does he have to be bearded and Arab? What did he achieve? Killing civilians in terror? Yes, this is an act of stochastic terror, but because... Stochastic terror, specifically white supremacist or, or far-right stochastic terror or a far-right guy snapping, okay? A far-right guy snapping and, like, going and doing uh, a, a, a fucking uh, random mass shooting is expected. Now, I want to I explain something to you, okay? I want to explain something to you. Like, this, as far as I understand, is not, like, a hate crime that this person engaged in. He, he just went on a fucking murder spree. Okay, he happens to be a far right freak who went on a murder spree. Okay, but it does seem like it does seem like this is uh, one of those instances where he just fucking snapped. Okay, so obviously uh, the the snapping uh, the the snapping is more so a a byproduct of not having adequate protective measures in place. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, he was a paranoid schizophrenic who's also an alt-right extremist. Reading that shit is like gasoline for psychosis. True. Maine has massive gun and mental health issue with yellow flag laws. They are the highest suicide rate via firearm by wide margin, and he also killed more people than the total in 2021. Peaceful, rural community. Um, he kind of described it as a big, small town. Folks kind of know each other here, um, or they know of each Lewinston is known for having a large immigrant population, especially Somali refugees. I wouldn't be surprised if this is part of why he went there. I live nearby. Uh, some uh, black activists on the ground have also apparently reported this guy before to law enforcement, saying that they were being harassed by him. Most sites like 4chan uh, and the deep far-right reddits actively have people trying to trigger schizophrenic people's delusions. I've literally seen them say it. Yeah. <clears throat> Each other. And so 
you can only imagine just how quickly um, the news of this has spread and the devastation for I'm not, the families of the victims. Listen, I'm not willing to make this assessment yet, okay? This is nearby. His sister said he might have been targeting an ex based on location. I've been watching this. It broke yesterday. I'm not, I'm not willing to make an assessment at this point, but um, I will show you what he believes in, okay? But I want to make sure that you understand. I'm not stating that this is like, this instance is, is absolutely like uh, a hate crime. I don't think there's enough evidence yet on that matter. I think he, these are two... These are two separate things, okay? You only make assessments if Hamas says so, right? Dude, literally fucking... The things I want to say to you, I think you know, okay? I think you know the things I want to say to you. I just can't fucking say it out loud, okay? Listen, take the IDF dick out of your fucking mouth. It's been lodged into your brain so fucking hard that it's stopping you. It's disrupting you from, from thinking clearly, okay? It's almost been 10 days... Okay, we're on the 10th day of the El Ahli hospital. And since then, thousands more Israel has bombed. And since then, the New York Times issued a report saying that everything that the Israeli officials and the American officials said about who was responsible for the bombing was a lie. Even some of my fucking biggest haters have at least had the decency to shut the fuck up about that and just like kind of hand wave it away. But you're still in here. Honestly, bro, I don't think there's a way to tell the idea of cog gobblers and the general Hassan haters because they all say the same shit. Yeah, I know, because the general Hassan haters do not have any political positions that uh, they just go, oh, Hassan said it, so it must be wrong. I hate him. Like I said, um, it, thank you, uh, Protassium. I agree with you. It's too indiscriminate to be a hate crime, at least thus far. We do not know. The X theory is probably the best motive I've heard so far. Um, so this guy, this guy is, is, is crazy, okay? It's crazy. He is he definitely, like, it seems like a, another another moment of, like, someone, quote-unquote, going postal rather than someone who is, like, deliberately and and uh, uh, trying to do right-wing terrorism, okay? He might be a right-wing psychopath on top of that, but it seems like his, uh, his, his indiscriminate uh, uh, slaughter here is not directly associated with his right-wing values. Um, he just seems incredibly mentally ill. Now, did right-wing radicalization probably uh, uh, feature or, or play a role in his, like, insanity? Uh, probably, you know, certainly. But I don't think that it's the responsible, uh, it's the major uh, responsible cause here. Uh, so much pain. And yet the search is ongoing. So even as this community begins to deal uh, with coming to terms with what happened, there is an active search underway. And we heard in that news conference just a short time ago that this individual, now a suspect, uh, as you said, Robert Card, is considered armed and dangerous, not to be approached, uh, obviously, at all. And so that, as you can only imagine, is only adding to the absolute level of fear and anxiety uh, as this manhunt continues. And so are people still being instructed to shelter in place? What are, what are they hearing from uh, police there? So they are, um, but you'll see that every so often there are cars that are uh, going by behind me here. That's because this is sort of a main artery, a lot of truck traffic. Um, a lot of vehicles have been going back and forth. However, if you kind of go uh, just beyond this main road, you'd see that there really isn't anything open. Um, 
empty parking lots of businesses, empty parking lots of restaurants. Um, it is the middle of the day, a time when you might expect to see businesses with their doors open, welcoming customers. That is not the case here in Lewiston right now. So there is a very palpable sense of fear and anxiety, as I said. Um, some folks here uh, saying, you know, they are still really, frankly, in disbelief that something like this could happen here. Um, and I'm just sort of looking quickly, um, Elaine, at uh, the president's statement. And of course, the president mm -hmm. says once again, our nation is mourning after yet another senseless and tragic mass shooting. Today, Jill and I are praying for the Americans who have lost their lives, for those still in critical care, and for their families, survivors, and community members enduring shock and grief. He goes on further down in the statement to say, while we had made progress on gun safety through the Bipartisan Safe, Safer Communities Act, the two dozen executive actions I've taken and the establishment of the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence uh, Prevention, it is simply not enough. And Elaine, it sort of brings me to the gun laws in Maine. And um, during the press briefing, a couple of reporters asked, how does somebody uh, dealing with mental health issues get their hands on a gun? But the truth of the matter is, in Maine, um, in terms of, there's not a lot restricting you from, from, from getting your hands on a gun. Yeah, that's right. And so you heard the officials say there, basically, they're looking at all those questions. Um, and this is an issue that we should note is not unique to this community, right? Mm -hmm. How many times have we talked about these kinds of issues in other incidents? So it is certainly not something uh, that is unique. Um, something that, though, is always scrutinized in these kinds of situations. What are those laws surrounding firearms? What laws um, could have prevented this? Mm -hmm. um, it is certainly something that we always hear debated uh, in, unfortunately, what has become an all too common event in this country. Definitely. Um, so, listen, Charles, let me pivot over to you because you know uh, what police are going through right now. Um, mm -hmm. They are looking for this man, Robert Card. Initially, they had released information about him being a firearms instructor. It turns out that's not the case, uh, but he is uh, in the reserves. He's got an active military ID. And from the way he looks like he's holding. What are you saying? I am willing. Because yesterday, four schizophrenic people were standing in the middle of the street in my hood. They stood there for 35 minutes like something stopped them. Those people don't talk, as my brother told me. What are you What are you saying right now, Chatter? Are you, are you okay? I feel like people are losing their minds a little bit here. Like, what do you think? There's like an like a activation code that happened uh, that, that hit every schizophrenic person in a fucking hundred mile radius or something? Like, what's going on? The gun. It, it looks like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, there's an obvious familiarity and, and comfort with weapon handling. You can tell that by the photo <clears throat> that's been released. What, what I can tell you is I, I expected to hear what we heard in the press conference. Mm. Uh, the, the state police are now very clearly identified as the lead agency working with the Lewiston police and being augmented by federal agencies and other local police in the area. Um, updates on victims, uh, unfortunately, those that have been injured, uh, some uh, may continue to pass, so we'll expect uh, continuous updates on that. And the fact that uh, Mr. Card is now a, a identified suspect going mm -hmm. from a person of interest now that the arrest warrant's been issued. What I can tell you, though, based on the fact that this is a, a rapid and ongoing investigation, 
there is information about the individual that they're just not going to want to release mm. or that they don't know. And I think you heard that transparently during the press conference, that this is so rapidly evolving that they are conducting the investigation, not just in Maine, but across other states, uh, to get as much information on the background of this individual as possible. And finally, they will issue a BOLO, a be on the lookout for any type of vehicle mode of transport associated and available to this suspect. Why won't you state your position on the current scandal between the University of Michigan and spying on signs? Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Just fucking chill out, dude. I don't give a fuck about college football, dude. Are you out of your mind? Jesus Christ, sports fans. Take a second off. Right? Mm -hmm. They're going to cast as wide a net as they can uh, and, and make sure that local authorities have that information. Technology is put in place like license plate readers to capture that in the event that he's on the run uh, in a vehicle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, well, we point out that we had gotten some information yesterday. They had to issue a correction. So I'm sure moving forward, they want to be really yeah. careful about what they say um, about this investigation. But some of the details that they gave us yesterday that they sort of didn't want to really dive too much into during the press briefing was about his mental health uh, status that according to police um, there had been uh, mental health issues including hearing voices and had possibly threatened to shoot up a military installation someone in the chat also brought this up but like uh, schizophrenic people are infinitely more likely to be victims of violence rather than uh, those who perpetrate violent acts so that's an important distinction to make here okay um, the idea that like, uh, every schizophrenic person is, is, uh, scary and, and violent is most often portrayed in the media. And it's just like, a not, it's not how this works in the real world. Now, however, however, having said that, uh, do I believe that if you're a schizophrenic, you should not have access to a weapon? Absolutely. Uh, and it's not just schizophrenia either. If you have chronic depression, you should not have access to a weapon either. And that's not because I think that you're going to go out and do a mass shooting. That's because I think you're going to kill yourself. And uh, as a matter of fact, many do. That's part of the reason why America has such uh, high suicide rates for men. Men oftentimes use guns uh, as a as a very uh, as a as an easy method to to uh, commit suicide. So. This is something to also consider. Gun violence is massive in the United States of America, and a big part of that gun violence is actually suicides by gun. So, you know, these are all uh, these are all things to understand. These are all things to consider. I am absolutely the most ableist motherfucker you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh, if you think that I, uh, I think that you should have a gun uh, despite having like severe uh, mental illnesses. You're out of your fucking mind. You must be out of your goddamn mind, okay? It's for your own good and your own safety, okay? Anyway, let's continue. In southern Maine, what are some of the factors that influence the way this search will unfold? Do you see it normal that no two streamers dare to even say a word in the Palestinian cause? It's fucking humanity, for fuck's sake. People should chill with the ableist card. I can't own a gun due to anxiety in my country due to legal reasons. It's perfectly fine. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Um, I mean... I think that my haters, over the course of the past decade of me both covering this and, and many other issues, have uh, basically, uh, you know, conditioned me into uh, being ready to be able to talk about stuff like this without uh, legitimate fear because, like, they can't really do anything to me that hasn't been done to me by others 
and is still being done to me for the crime of, of having a political position that they do not agree with. So that is the reality. That's why most people don't want to say anything because they're fucking terrified.